welcome to That Fat Author, a podcast journey through the creation of a novel. Each week, we'll check in with author Jessica Jones as she tells us about the trials, tribulations, and successes of writing a new work of fiction. Welcome back to another edition of That Fat Author. I'm your host, Corey Munson, and I'm joined as I am most weeks by Jessica Jones. Hello, everybody. We like to kick things off by checking in with Jessica and seeing what she's been up to. So, Jessica, what have you gotten accomplished this week? Like I said in last week's podcast, I was going to work on my time-traveling book, and that's exactly what I did, finally. So, I got a good chunk of that written this week, which I was really excited about. What are our favorite characters up to right now? Well, as I've mentioned before, we're back in time now. Right away, we see our first person we talk to is Bellamy, one of the twins that um, always goes back in time with her brother. And they meet up, and she's really taking this one hard because she took so many people back this time, and they've never taken people back. She's pretty wiped out by it, and she asks her brother if he's checked on any of the people that they've taken back. And Corey... And him actually went back further this time because she wanted to see if she could lose weight in time for prom. He's actually been there now for nine months. So he's really excited to see Bellamy, his sister. And he said he was going to skip school that day and go check on everybody that she brought back, which was Christina, Josh, and Tim. So the next person that we run into is Christina. And so I worked on her chapter quite a bit. And it was actually really fun. Uh, We see her wake up and her best friend Leah is there. And Leah's checking in on her because Christina's parents travel all the time. They really don't care much about her. And so Leah's kind of her surrogate mother, even though they're in the same grade and they're best friends. But she's always kind of looking out for her. And so Leah's checking on her. And so one of the funny things is, is Leah's getting ready to go to school. And Christina's going to stay home for the day because she's sick. And Leah says, oh, well, okay, I'll try and get a hold of you later, maybe check on you over lunch. And Christina says, why don't you just text me? And Leah kind of looks at her weird. Well, the thing is, is that when I, because this is kind of around my age. What year are they in? They're in 2001. 2000, 2001, somewhere in there. When I was a senior in high school, hardly anybody had cell phones. I mean, it was kind of, I don't want to say a newer thing, but, you know, It just wasn't a necessity. A lot of people didn't get cell phones, at least in my grade, until like first year of college. Having a cell phone in like 2000, 2001 was at least at our school was kind of a big deal. So she has to rephrase it. And so it says something like, oh, well, just uh, AOL instant message me later, (laughs) like during your book class, because that's what we would do is instant messenger was huge. So that was a really kind of fun chapter. And then Wilder, one of the twins, comes and checks on Christina And she said she's already screwed up and talking about 2016 things. And he said, you know, that she's just going to have to listen more and not talk as much until she kind of gets back into the groove of 2000, 2001. And so he tells her to just really take care of herself and that he's going on to check on Tim, our musician, and Josh, our all-American boy. Very good. So remind us, the characters are going back in time, but they are effectively going back into the mind of the person they were at that time. So physically, to everyone around them, they appear to be the 18, 17, 18-year-old 18 selves, but 
they carry their memories and experiences of being 30-year-olds. Exactly. So that's kind of the tagline of the book is, you know, you hear if you knew then what you know now, well, they get to experience that. So they look like themselves. Christina, you know, she was very athletic. She was a dancer. And so I have a scene where she's looking at herself and she's just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I hated myself. I thought my thighs were too muscular. Like... I thought this and this, and she's able to know what she looks like in the future. She's able to, so she has this whole inner dialogue with herself about when I go back or forward into the future, you know, I'm going to take care of myself and, you know, it's this whole struggle. And I I think that's going to be the fun part is what would you think if you went back and you were back in your body back in your high school self, nobody around you knew what you know. And I think I'm going to try and have a little fun with that. It's almost like they've taken a quantum leap into the past. <laughs> exactly, but it's a group of them, and, and it'll be interesting to see if they use their uh, powers for good or evil. <laughs> what do you think, if anything, you've learned about yourself this week? Uh, you know, it helps that I don't have so many projects going on right now. The only thing I really did other than write on this book is I entered one of my other books into like a writing contest this week. And just for the fun of it, I haven't done a writing contest forever on Twitter. I did that, but I I really, it just helps to not be doing so many different writing projects at one time. It was fun to actually just focus on this book for once. I know you also spent a little bit of time working on your brackets. I did. Yep. For basketball, March Madness. Yep. I'm, uh, I had, uh, four brackets to work on this week. So yay. (laughs) I, I'm doing pretty good. Three out of four of those were for your family. Yes. As I recall. Yep. Yeah, we do uh, brackets every year. I'm really close with my family and we like to have fun and we're kind of competitive. So that's always a good time. And we'll have more from that fat author right after this break. Just as a reminder, we do accept questions and comments. So feel free to reach out to Jessica Jones via Twitter at thatfatauthor or Gmail at thatfatauthor at gmail.com. And we'll be back with Jessica Jones in just a minute. Well, it's funny that you mentioned family. (laughs) Actually, you mentioned family. (laughs) Because I was curious. I, I wanted to delve into the idea of family a little bit and how... Uh, that shows up in your writing, if you oh. don't mind that topic. No, I, I, sure. Let's go for it. In the two books that you've written, plus the one that you're working on currently, mm-hmm. what are some examples of how family are portrayed in those stories? Well, Becoming Dylan, my first book that I wrote, family is a source of strength for her. The whole reason, as I've talked about in previous podcasts, Dylan moves to Chicago to become a writer When she gets to Chicago, you know, we find out rather quickly in the book that her mother is having a lot of financial issues back home. Her brother ends up getting cancer and they own a small business, so they don't really have a lot of insurance. They have a lot of issues, so they're struggling, which is hard because they were the ones that were helping take care of her mom. She's very, very close to her family and now they're falling apart. And they're all looking kind of to her to help them. She tries to think of these ways to make money fast and lots of it. And an opportunity falls into her lap to become a high-paid escort. So she convinces herself that she's doing it for her family. And I think 
she really is like that's her motivation but as she keeps going there's more to it uh in the se- in my second book that i wrote i would say family is a source of conflict my main character in that book is anna and she is in a very abusive relationship they're on the cusp of getting a divorce he's not happy she wants out he wants out the marriage is horrible it's absolutely horrible And then her sister and her are close, but they live far away. She doesn't really have that. And then her mother is really terrible to her. She thinks it's all her fault that her marriage is dissolving. And that she she should really hold on to her husband because he makes really good money. He's a lawyer in that kind of trade. And so she looks at her daughter as a failure. And so in that book, family actually is pretty horrible. (laughs) And uh, Anna really has to come above her family and kind of do it on her own and find her way back to herself. In the time traveling book, there there isn't a whole, whole lot of family. I mean, obviously, Bellamy and Wilder are a source of strength for each other. They're in this together. They travel together. Christina, we learn pretty early on that her family travels a lot. Her parents really don't give a crap about her and what she goes through. For Blaze or Tim, the famous musician, you know, his parents are hippies, potheads. They kind of just let him do what he wanted growing up. And we'll find out more about that. We don't really know much about Corey and her family so far. And then for Josh, we don't know about his family in the past, but we know his wife. He's very close with his wife and his children. And she really didn't want him to go back in time. She didn't want him to screw up their family if it was real. And we obviously now know that it is real, that they really did go back in time. So it'll be interesting to see how that affects the dynamics of his family. How do you think your personal experience with family is mirrored in your writing? I think family is always going to be in my writing because I'm very close with my family and family is a big part of my life. And I think bringing family into it always adds a really good dynamic because No matter how close you are with your family, there's always some conflict in there. And obviously in my books, I push that to the extreme. Um, I feel like in my personal life, you know, with becoming Dylan, would I become a prostitute? (laughs) Would I become an escort for my family? I don't know. I don't know if I would go to that extreme. Would my family completely disown me if I got divorced from my husband? Like Anna in my second book? I don't think so. So it's like I take these things, I take this family dynamic, and I like to push it and see how far I can push these family and friends to see where it takes our character. So from your perspective then, in your own life, when you put your family on the source of strength versus source of conflict scale, where would they fall? Oh, I would definitely say it's probably 70-30. I'd say 70% strength and 30% conflict. And I'm sorry, but anybody who says that there's no conflict in their family is crazy. There's always going to be some conflict. There's always going to be fights. There's always going to be disagreements. I'm just lucky enough that I have a family that really supports me in what I do. They might not always agree (laughs) with what I'm doing, but they will support me. That's why when I do write about strength, it kind of comes from my family and conflict as well, I guess. I mean, everybody has that. Well, I think family is a very universal theme. It's something Mm -hmm. almost everyone can relate to on some level. So it makes a lot of sense that that would be a good source for storytelling. Absolutely. 
All right. What do we have coming up next week? For next week, I am going to keep working on the time travel book. So we're going to delve more into Tim, the famous musician, and Josh, see how they handled going back in time. Tim, I'm really interested to write his and see how his turns out because when they traveled, he was under the influence. He had taken drugs, he had done some drinking, even though they specifically told him not to. And so I'll be curious to see how that affected him, which I talk like I don't know, and I really honestly don't know. (laughs) So I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to see how Josh handled going back. I'm excited to see what's been up with Corey. She went months ahead of them, so... What does she look like? How's she doing? I'm excited to check in with her. So that'll be the big writing thing this week, I think. On our way out, I just want to give one more plug for your recently re-energized Tumblr. <laughs> yep. And so that is thatfatauthor.tumblr.com. And that's it for this week. You can connect with Jessica Jones at any time via Twitter at thatfatauthor or over email by emailing thatfatauthor at gmail.com. We'll be back next week with more from That Fat Author. Thank you for joining us. Bye.